time for episode number three of Precipe Your Luck. This week, we talk about the corn and bacon frittata we made last week. And then we play another thrilling round of Precipe Your Luck, courtesy of the Serious Eats Weekly Email. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hi, everyone. I hope you all had a good week. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to mention that I wanted to... I was going to talk about a column I read in the Washington Post earlier this week by Ellie Krieger called There's No Such Thing as Bad Food, Four Terms That Make Dietitians Cringe. I'll include, I'll include a link to the article in the show notes if I can figure out how to do that, but I'm sure I can. <laughs> anyway, uh, the article starts by mentioning how we use language, we as humans use language, and that, to sh- and that language can shape our thinking which is what makes talking about food so difficult. So one of the phrases, uh, concepts she writes about is that whole good food, bad food dichotomy. The biggest problem with that idea is that it's, well, not the biggest problem, but one of the problems is it's very black and white thinking. Seriously, very little in this world is entirely good or entirely bad. Secondly, and more importantly, the conversations I hear, you know, when I'm out in the world or at work is something like, I was so bad, I had a donut today, a phrase I literally heard this week. First of all, eating a donut is not inherently bad. Secondly, in the example I gave, the person did not say I did a bad thing. She actually characterized herself as bad. She wasn't committing genocide. She ate a donut. (laughs) Now, some foods might be more health, healthful for you than others, but the language about quote-unquote goodness or badness of food increases our anxiety and moves us further away from being able to intuitively ascertain what our body needs, and it confuses our food messaging overall. So I, would li- I challenge you to try this week to move away from that whole good food, bad food thought pattern. And just say, it's food. It will sustain my life. I will enjoy eating it. All right, so moving on to last week's meal. Oh, Ian, do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, Just, yeah, I mean, it's still crazy to me sometimes how often you hear talk like that, especially like in the office, it seems like. It seems like that's one of the primary topics of conversation. Yeah, and I don't uh, think it's exclusive to women. We often think of food being exclusive, or body issues and food issues being exclusive to women. No, that's very true. Especially, I feel like, especially like in the last maybe 10, 10 to 20 years, right? We've, it, it seems like now I, I hear probably just as many men talking that way. Mm-hmm. I think it did used to be much more of a... Yeah. But Well, yeah, and it's going to cross all... Everybody. Everybody is going to be affected by it. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. That's right. Ooh, that should be the... Well, never mind. (laughs) The famous follow-up book. Well, they already had a follow-up book, like the gas we passed. Oh, that's right. Okay, we'll finish the trilogy. We'll finish the trilogy. Okay. So moving on to last week's meal. um, Oh, what did the... Did we we ever look at the survey? Oh. We have not. We'll get back to that. Okay. Okay, so Ian, can you remind us what we made this week? Sure. We made the frittata with bacon, corn, and Gruyere cheese. A frittata is an ideal weeknight dinner. It's quick and it's satisfying. And while you could throw anything in it, we'll save you a round of experimentation and suggest this surefire combo of smoky bacon, sweet corn, and Gruyere cheese. So what staples did we have to buy? Uh, None. We were well stocked on eggs and bacon. 
We okay. were almost always well stocked on eggs and bacon. <laughs> Two of our favorites. Uh, where did we buy the ingredients? We bought them at Central Market. I did buy frozen corn as opposed to fresh, but I, sp- I spent the extra quarter on the super sweet corn. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and how did we deviate from the recipe? I, we ended up with shredded gru- gruyere. You know, can we, can we pick a cheese that's easier to say next time? Uh, I ended up with shredded Gruyere because the nice lady in the deli section who answered all my questions about the Gruyere was then so excited they had the one she recommended already shredded, and I forgot it was supposed to be cubed. Uh, Ian actually made this dinner, so he, I will throw this back to him, and he can tell us other ways we deviated. Uh, really just two other small ones. We, we basically, we left out the scallions and we left out the jalapenos. Uh, I'm not a big fan of scallions and I don't think either one of us are super big fans of jalapenos. So, uh, yep. Oh, how long did it take to make? We ended up right at around 35 minutes. It, it, this comes together quickly. Um, oh, and, and, now, it, and now I'll throw it back to you. How was the cleanup? A super quick. It could not have been easier. And what's the uh, leftover potential? Uh, I think it'd make a pretty acceptable breakfast the next day. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't think this is one you're going to want to save for a long time. But, no. But yeah, if you not. ate it the next morning or even the next day at lunch, probably still be. I bet it'd still be all right. Yeah. But we we polished ours off, so <laughs> I don't think we'd know. Okay, and so uh, what do we think? What were the results? So I was real skeptical about the corn. I generally don't mix a lot of foods together. I'm not a big casserole eater, but I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I was worried that the texture would be unpleasant, and it wasn't. Uh, the other big stretch for me was the, was the Gruyere, and I liked that a lot more than I thought I would. And I liked it the more I ate it, which is, you know, that's a good thing. So, and, and Ian, you did a great job making the frittata. We've had several frittatas that were rubbery in the past, and this one was not. Yeah, it was probably still just the teeniest hair over, yeah, but, we've but had, not, we've had yeah, it wasn't way hair. over like some we've done before, yeah. Um, let's see, I agree with the Gruyere cheese. That's, that's a cheese that I wasn't super familiar with, um, but I liked it. I thought it, I thought it was very good. Um, I loved the flavor that the corn added. I will agree that the texture maybe wasn't it did it did add just a slightly odd element to the texture, something about the the chewiness of the corn. I don't know, it just didn't seem like it quite I don't know, fit, I didn't mind but, the texture. But I loved the flavor. I thought the flavor profile was really nice. Um and yeah, I mean it, yeah, it came together fast. That that's one that I you know really legitimately I think could you could easily, you know, make a wheat night meal out of i'm sure probably yeah. a lot of people do right this wasn't such a big swing as some of our other ones right i mean we've made frittatas before right. it was really just the the, com- the particular combination of stuff in the frittata that was new and i think and i guess the the cooking method for it was i think slightly, slightly different, different than, than the one we've, we've done, done before, before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but but yeah no i was i was very pleased with that that's one that likely shows up in in the rotation at some point yeah, I mean, that because that, it is one we can throw together. We, and like I said, we almost always have eggs and bacon in the house and cheese, mm-hmm. Colby Jack. We'll go back to Colby Jack. Yeah. If I, you know, that was actually one thing I was thinking of. Uh, one of the things that took the longest actually was cooking the bacon, right? If you, if you had mm-hmm. some of that pre, you know, the pre-diced ham, you could really bring this together in a hurry. If you, oh, that's true. You I thought you were going to talk about pre-cooked bacon and then we we're going to have to discuss divorce <sighs> proceedings. Yeah, I... I love conceptually. I love the thought of the pre-cooked bacon. It's just, yeah, it's 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 just not quite good enough. But 
Yeah. But yeah, like that, we've had some of that pre-diced ham that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So that would or be just a... ham. Cutting up ham didn't take well, that's, that long. Yeah, that's true too because you're not having to cook it. Okay, so are we ready to move on to last to next week's meal? I think so. All right, before we do, I did pull up our survey results and nobody mm-hmm. answered it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I feel so neglected. <laughs> but maybe next week. Uh, I assume that's because y'all couldn't cook. Now I did explain this game. To one of my coworkers I hadn't seen in a while, Henrietta, and uh, she would have Shout picked out. the kimchi, the gin, the chicken salad with kimchi. So, wow, that's a bold choice. I know. Well, she asked what kimchi was, and I told her it was spicy sauerkraut, and she goes, "Okay, I'll try it." <laughs> so, she is bolder than us for sure. For sure. Okay, Ian, let's go over the rules of the game before we start. Okay, this is a very simple pressure luck style game, or for you game theory nerds, it's more technically the secretary problem. You have to pick one and only one thing. We will read Monday's uh, recipe choice, and you may take it, or you can pass on it, but if you pass on it, it's never coming back. And if you get to Friday, you have to take Friday's (laughs) meal choice. All right, great. Okay, let's start. Okay, Monday. Um, Monday's going to bring up an interesting thing for us. We'll need to discuss this as a, as a rule. So Monday is American chop suey, also known as American goulash, macaroni, beef, and a cheese skillet casserole. Okay. So interestingly, this is absolutely one of my favorite meals. My, my grandmother, God rest her soul, not a great cook, but dang, could she make, um, could she make the American goulash? So what's the rule about picking something that you already like? That is a good question. Um, I kind of feel like we should have to pass on it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, you know, maybe if it's something that's not in the regular rotation, but you've had once or twice, that's oh, different. But this true. is... True, like, like the frittata. Yeah, we haven't right? had one but of those this is in our regular rotation. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I think oh my it's... God, can we, have talk... can we have it next week anyway? Oh, of course, okay. yeah. <laughs> we didn't have it this week, so we're almost sure to have it next week. I... That's a pretty much once every couple of weeks one for us. Okay, but so yes, All right. well, te- on a technicality, go, we will pass. I'm going to go ahead and read the description. Oh. In case y'all have never had it, then your mouth, you're, 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 you can just start drooling and go home and make this for anyone you love or yourself. Hmm. Hopefully you love yourself. Okay. okay, so American chop suey. Pasta simmered with ground beef, peppers, and onions, and garlicky tomato sauce that's spiked with Worcestershire... Worcestershire can we pick some easier words? Worcestershire. Thank you, sauce, and smothered in cheese. This is a New England classic that ought to be eaten everywhere. Comfort and ease are appreciated. Hallelujah. Okay. Yep. Moving on to Tuesday. Tuesday. Salmon burgers with remoulade and fennel slaw. Served on soft toasted brioche buns that are spread with a creamy remoulade sauce Remoulades, whatever, and topped with a fresh fennel and radicchio slaw, the potential of a salmon burger has finally been realized. That's hard pass for me. I don't like salmon. Yeah, as I was say, I don't. I know you don't like salmon at all, and I only sort of barely like it. So yeah, that's an well, easy. I just find that's it a definite fishy. pass. But okay, yeah. Wednesday. Uh, shrimp fraud diavolo. Ooh, this was in the New York Times crossword the other day. Wasn't oh, that's it? right, it was. Uh, spaghetti with spicy tomato sauce. Lobster fraud diavolo. 
please forgive me? Yeah, we, we might need to echo our disclaimer again about... <laughs> We we mean no disrespect. We we're, mean no disrespect. To we're your trying our best with the fun, with the funny names. Is a classic Italian American pasta dish. Shrimp make an excellent stand-in for an everyday dinner as long as you know how to infuse the spicy tomato sauce with some real shellfish flavor. Hmm. We do like shrimp and pasta. Yeah, we have a you know we've done a few variations on that. Well, um, we've never had a spicy one. Have yeah. We? Uh, we had, we had a, yeah, we did a spicy kind of a oh. spicy garlic one once, but but not. I don't think it was in tomato sauce. I don't think we've ever done one with a spicy tomato sauce. Hmm. What do you think? I could go for that. It sounds pretty yummy. A lot of yeah. pasta this week. Well, two yeah, out you know of three what? That's days. that's really ringing my bell too. I think I'm going to tap out here on Wednesday. Okay, me too. Okay, well, so tune in next week for that. But for the rest of you, let's go on to Thursday. Vegan crispy stir-fried tofu with broccoli. A quick and easy stir-fry with crisp tofu and broccoli tossed in a sweet and savory sauce with garlic, ginger, and sesame seeds. What more could you ask for on a busy Thursday night? Now, I'm going to say, looking at this picture, looks amazing. This looks really yummy in Hmm. the picture. So, I have to admit, tofu for me is honestly one of those things I don't think I've ever actually had tofu. I have, but it was only when I've been on a really strict diet, and I just associate it with with something you eat because you're being punished for being fat, <laughs> right. not because it has any yeah. yummy value to it. But I am open to revisiting it because this picture looks so good, and I love. Yeah, it. it's definitely on my list. At some point, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna get brave and Someday try it. Someday we we are gonna try it, right? But this is not that week since we already tapped out. Okay. And for those of you who have pushed your luck all the way to the end, here comes Friday. Homemade ricotta ravioli. Now, how can that be a quick and easy meal? Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know about a weeknight meal, but it does sound good. Let's get the weekend started with a cooking project that is still totally quick and easy. Classic homemade ricotta ravioli. Get some tang from Parmesan cheese, a tart squeeze of lemon juice, and a subtle hit of nutmeg. All it needs is a splash of olive oil, and it's ready to go. Huh. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty good, too. Man, has Serious Eats gone soft on us? I swear <laughs> when we first made up this game before we started the podcast, we had a couple of weeks where you could hardly find one good meal. It seems like every week so far we've had at least a couple of good choices. And the weekend project for people interested in that is, is a homemade Nutella spread. Ooh, intriguing. It is intriguing, although you don't like hazelnuts. I think I'd like it better if it was just straight chocolate. So funny story, when I was in, living in Australia and going to boarding school there, you know, they ate a lot of Vegemite on toast, which is... Horrifying. Culturally appropriate. It's not something I grew up eating, and I was not a fan. But boy, so, you know, Nutella was like this great alternative to Vegemite. I'd never had it... In the States, I only ever had it there. It's not really a funny story. Just there's my anecdote. Okay, what's so... The, what's the other one that I always get mixed up with Nutella? Biscoff. Biscoff. They're not even the same color. One's made from... <laughs> well, that's cookies. fine. I'm just saying I get those... For some reason, I get those mixed up. Well, they're not the same color. And um, we can't say the word cookies. Aloud because our dogs will start barking at us. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the only word they know. <laughs> They're so obedient. All right. You got anything to add, Ian? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Well, guys, I hope you enjoy your food this week and answer our survey. We will include a link to that article in the show notes, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you played along tonight, use this week's survey to tell us what you picked. For Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week.